0: Well, well, hi out there. Welcome to <laughs> And now, the world's foremost authority. Check it out.
1: This is the election-wise podcast from Minnesota Public Radio News. I'm Curtis Gilbert, and I'm Molly Bloom. This is the show where we take questions from our listeners about the election and go in search of answers.
0: This week's question comes to us on our website from Gary Kirsch of Maplewood.
1: Gary just sent in one sentence. What is the stance of the presidential candidates on abortion? To
0: help us answer this question, we contacted Clyde Wilcox. He's a professor of government at Georgetown University, and he's written a lot about the politics and public opinion of abortion. Well, they haven't
2: spent a lot of time talking about it, and for both of them, I think the issue is tricky.
0: But what's so tricky about
1: it? Their stances seem pretty simple, right? McCain is pro-life, Obama's pro-choice.
0: Essentially, that's the difference. But both of them have said things that have made the pro-life and pro-choice bases a little
2: nervous. McCain is actually originally originally tried to put himself in the middle on abortion in the 2000 campaign. He talked about not overturning Roe versus Wade.
0: But these days, McCain says Roe needs to go. The National Right to Life Committee is supporting him. They say that he has a solid voting record against abortion and that he has cast 31 pro-life votes since 1997.
1: Similarly, Obama was endorsed as fully pro-choice by NARAL, one of the main abortion rights organizations. They gave him a perfect voting record for every year he's been in the Senate.
0: But now that he's running for president and courting evangelicals, Obama is saying things that that NARAL probably wouldn't endorse.
2: Obama, you know, I think is perhaps emphasizing the rare side of the safe, legal and rare a lot more than, say, the activist base of the Democrats would be used to hearing.
0: And in a recent interview with a Christian magazine, he said he supports a ban on late term abortion if there is a clear exception for the health of the mother.
1: But he said that meant the physical health of the mother, not simply mental distress.
0: And abortion rights activists have traditionally wanted health of the mother to be broadly defined. So while they've both
1: tiptoed slightly to the center on abortion. Overall, Obama and McCain basically toe the party line.
0: Now, since the Roe v. Wade decision over 30 years ago, there's not that much that the president could do legislatively when it comes to abortion. Because
1: the ruling basically said the right to an abortion is protected by the Constitution.
2: But presidents nominate Supreme Court justices.
0: And Clyde Wilcox points out there's only a bare majority of justices on the court who have indicated their support for Roe v. Wade.
1: And one of the five is John Paul Stevens.
2: You know, Stevens is 88 years old, right? He probably doesn't serve out the four years of a McCain term. So it would be possible to create a majority that would overturn Roe with the next president.
0: Or retain a majority that would uphold it.
1: So the next president could have a huge effect on the abortion debate.
0: And while most Americans don't consider abortion their number one issue, for some people, it's a really big deal.
2: There are a fair number of people, you know, not not a huge number, but 10, 12, 15 percent who vote primarily on this issue alone.
0: And that's the segment of the population that takes a pretty hard line on the issue. They either believe
1: abortion should never be restricted or that it should be completely banned.
2: But most people are more conflicted about it. Let me give you one number that I think was striking in an L.A. Times poll in the early 2000s. 25% 25% of the public simultaneously believed that abortion was murder and that sometimes abortion was the right decision.
0: But how can you find common ground on abortion? Well, it's not
1: easy. I remember there was this forum at the University of Minnesota last year. It was with abortion rights advocate Sarah Stace. She's the CEO of Planned Parenthood for Minnesota and the Dakotas. Tonight we're going to talk not about abortion per se. And abortion opponent abortion Steve Swigum. He's the topic. former Republican Speaker of the Minnesota House. I first want to give a compliment as a politician. And part of their Discussion ...centered on finding a compromise on the abortion issue. We need to achieve political consensus rather than... And I just political like the idea of coming and together and... So but the thing think that got Sarah me was I while Stace and, and Swiggum both agree there needs to be a compromise, they didn't agree at all on what that compromise would actually be. Sarah Stace admits people have conflicting ideas about abortion. But here's the conclusion she draws from that.
0: It is precisely
1: because of this moral conflict... That government must never intrude in a family's right or a woman's right to make these kinds of personal private decisions. And Sviggum comes to pretty much the opposite conclusion.
2: There's a reasonability that abortion in one's life, the health of the mother, life of the mother, rape and incest, but not in uh, partial birth abortion and not for birth control, and we would have come together here pretty quickly.
0: Uh, So Sviggins says we can all agree abortion is morally complicated, and that's why it should almost never be legal.
1: Right, and Stays says we can all agree that abortion is morally complicated. And that's why it should never be restricted.
0: But even though those two didn't really find common ground, Clyde Wilcox says most Americans are somewhere in between them. It's a
2: really small portion of Americans who would take either the NARAL position or the national right to life position.
1: Wilcox says the majority of Americans want abortion to be legal but they want some restrictions.
0: And they believe there should be more restrictions the later you get into the pregnancy.
1: And Wilcox hopes that even though the abortion debate has been raging for more than 30 years, that someday the country will settle on that consensus.
0: This has been the ElectionWise podcast.
1: We want to answer your election questions. The
0: internet makes it easy.
1: Go to Minnesota Public Radio, find the program's menu. It's in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. And find the name of our podcast.
0: ElectionWise. It's a lot of fun to do.
1: Our expert guest this week was Clyde Wilcox. He studies public opinion on abortion from his perch as a professor of government at georgetown university
0: our editor michael Cahy comes back from vacation next week
1: last week we replaced him with a bag of m&ms this week we replaced him with a highly divisive social issue
0: one that really doesn't lend itself to silly voices
1: well for minnesota public radio news i'm curtis gilbert
0: and i'm molly bloom Is that good?
1: it's only good when people listen but if people don't listen to it then it's no good